0: all right d and welcome back to crossing the line um i'm your host taylor with eric dude how's it going man week 13 is in the books
1: um yeah i don't have too much to complain about uh for this last week i was it was pretty good until the very end but uh yeah i'm excited to get into it and review what happened and get into uh, this week. It's going to be a fun one.
0: It is. And playoff hunt is on. So we will not only preview week 14, um, but we'll also preview the playoff hunt. um, Some awesome matchups, some kind of do or die wins for teams. Um, But let's go ahead, man. And we'll review and recap week 13. So we'll go through our picks. I, officially went 10 14 and 1 so not the greatest whatsoever Eric would you go
1: um i had 11 12 and 1 and uh, we were talking before this and i just want to highlight that i was 11 10 and 1 so in the green until um what was that tuesday night game don't bet tuesday on any football that's not thursday Sunday or Monday, your typical days, because you never know what you're going to get.
0: Or don't bet with Dallas. I think that might be the play of the year.
1: Yep. Um, Newsflash, Dallas sucks. Um,
0: you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Um, so it's...
1: just to mention, recording this on Thursday night, the the 12th or the 10th of December um, during the Patriots Rams game and the Rams just scooped up a fumble and ran it back for a touchdown. It is now 10 to seven. Oh, well, will be 10, to 10. No,
0: no. Patriots, Patriots. Dude. What did I just say? Rams scooped and scored. I'm an Patriots. Don't Scoo-
1: ever listen to me. <laughs>
0: um, okay. But yeah, we are recording this during the Thursday night game. Uh, we did bet. So we will kind of preview those picks or I guess recap now since you really can't bet on the game since it's over. Um, but, uh, Eric, what did the model percentage go for on week 13? So
1: week 13, the model itself went 15, 14 and one. So not the greatest, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it is positive, but, uh, definitely want to see something better out of that. But Hey, I mean, you can't, I don't think it's possible, or at least I'd hope it wouldn't be possible because sports would suck if it was. Um, to go absolutely, you know, 60, 65, 70 percent and above every single week like the, the model has been in the last couple of weeks. It has been hot, but you're going to hit those cold streaks and the model just had a tough week. It was a crazy week in the NFL. What can I say? Exactly.
0: And that's what makes sports fun. That's what makes betting on sports games a little bit more either enjoyable or stressful or just absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, de- definitely.
1: When, uh, this time of year, when, when teams, you know, have their backs against the wall, you know, how they react, you know, to certain opponents, you know, do they, do they curl up in the fetal position or do they, do they stand and fight? Like we saw a couple teams do this week. It's, it's, it's really fun to watch.
0: Right, right. I I agree man and we'll we'll kind of recap some importance of the game but we'll we'll fly through um our picks. So, I will start Eric if you don't mind, my man. Yeah, go ahead. Uh so the first game that I bet on was Jacksonville in Minnesota. It did go into overtime and Minnesota did squeak out a win. I had Jacksonville to cover 10, which it hit, which I was surprised. And also, I had the over at fifty one, and that pushed. So um, it hit right at fifty one, which is kind of a bummer. But hey, what can you do, right? Yep. Um, um, I also had
1: uh, Jacksonville with the with the points there, and then the the under at fifty one, and that also pushed. So tight tight line there. But I did say Jacksonville is going to keep a close game, and that one did go into overtime. That was fun to watch.
0: It did. And I'm gonna definitely recap or, or review Jacksonville this week because I got a I got a little note Ooh. for you. Or I guess an observation. So I like it. Um the next next one that I have um is Cleveland and Tennessee, which was a barn burner. Baker Mayfield put on a clinic. Um I only took the under at fifty-three and a half, and that obviously did not hit with a final score of forty-one to 35. So very high scoring Yeah, Browns
1: came out of nowhere in that one. So it was an easy cover with the points there that I had. Um, But yeah, the under um, which the model had, um, it it did did not hit. (laughs) That was a a lot of points in that game.
0: Right. And I was actually shocked by obviously that performance and I did not take the spread on that one, which I really am kicking myself because I wrote it down. But looking at it, I'm like, a little dicey. Um, All right, next one I have is Chicago playing Detroit. I took Chicago minus two and a half, so I did buy a half a point, which it didn't matter because they didn't cover. They actually lost in another Chicago heartbreaking fashion. Yeah, they didn't just lose.
1: They blew the lead. They blew it. They They
0: absolutely did. Um, I also took the over of 45, which it did hit at 64, so um, a little one-for-one for, one for, for that game. But, yeah, they definitely blew – they basically blew up their whole season, man. I think they are lost five or six in a row, which is actually kind of, kind of and funny believe, for Chicago. I believe that they're
1: there? sitting very comfortably at the bottom of the NFC North. Not which, mistaken. who would have
0: thought, starting five and one, right? I think they were, they were up there. So, um, I went one and one for that spread next game which I did want to touch on a little bit, is the Las Vegas Raiders playing the Jets. And I thought the Vegas Raiders were going to come out swinging um, after getting embarrassed. But the Jets found another way to lose at a last-second touchdown and um, I had Las Vegas minus nine and the under and both did not hit. Who would have saw that? Yeah, team? we
1: definitely thought the Raiders were going to have a bounce back week. And who would have guessed that the Jets are not the team to bounce back against?
0: Well, right. And, again, 0-12, they sent a jailbreak blitz to, to end the game, firing their defensive coordinator, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, but, again, it's the Jets. I think, so I, think, I'm not I
1: believe there's some conspiracies going on. I think that they did that just for show. I think that they meant to. They they blew that game and they had to to show the NFL that you know they they didn't try to. But I don't know. A Little weary about that that team.
0: It it is in the, um, in the Trevor Lawrence it, uh,
1: race. There.
0: It's tank for Trevor, but plate. it's kind of funny because they probably won't even take him first overall because it's the Jets. You never know. Um, You never know. Next one I have is New Orleans playing um, against Atlanta. I took New Orleans at two and a half, which they did win. And then um, I took the over at 45 with a final score of 21 to 16. So that did not hit. Uh, But are the Saints for real? And is Taysom Hill an actual quarterback? You want to know,
1: you know, those are good questions. Um, I don't know if he's for real. I got to see one more game. Um, and a good good uh, matchup here this week, I think will tell the tale there. But you want to know what solidified New Orleans? Uh, I had minus three. I put a side bet on it with my girlfriend, and uh, now I I took Atlanta against her, and she took New Orleans all just straight up, and I now owe her uh, Mexican Mexican dinner. Ooh. And I think that, so so I so I lost that bet, but I did win this one. So. You're
0: welcome. That's what matters, <laughs> right? It's it's the money. It's the, well, I guess you're probably forking out a little bit more than what you're betting anyway. So well, yeah, um, <laughs> that's all right. Win some, movement. All right, next one. I, exactly. Next one I have is Cincinnati playing Miami. Um, I only took the over at forty-two and a half. Um, that did not hit with Miami still winning at nineteen to seven. I was gonna take again the spread at eleven, which would have hit um but i again was a little gun shy and uh miami kind of that was a, a dud of a game yeah
1: i think that if they were the players weren't so focused on fighting each other maybe some more points would have been scored but uh what are you gonna do
0: um a little update on the rams yeah game. lay it on they, me <laughs> I think but they, they
1: took Newton, away Cam that Newton fumble just... re- they took away that fumble recovery for a touchdown by the way
0: cam newton just threw a pick six so that's really cool instead of um,
1: of the game being at uh seven to ten it was zero to ten and now cam newton threw a pick six and now it's 16 to, to zero not good
0: not good at all all right so back to uh last week next game i have is indianapolis playing houston I took Indy minus three and a half and the under at 50 and a half and both did hit. So Indy, thank you so much for that. Kind of saved me from even going more. Yeah. Negative, not,
1: not so easy money there. Those are both against the model there, but they did hit. Uh, Yeah. Go Indy.
0: Sometimes you got to go with your gut, but my gut kind of is rumbling right now because I did go negative. So <laughs> yeah, go Indy, go Phillip rivers. So next what we got, man. Um it I guess you took did you take both of those as uh well?
1: absolutely cashed in both.
0: Heck yeah. Cashed them both. Um next one we have was the Los Angeles Rams who are playing right now against Arizona. Um I had Arizona plus three as my dog of the week and also took the over. Um the Rams did win by ten at a final of thirty eight to twenty eight. So over did hit Arizona obviously got kind of steamrolled by 10 so they're not looking good after a hot start
1: yeah no i lost arizona with the points too but did
0: have that over there we go so one and one there next one is philly and green bay um i took the under at 48 and a half and i did take philly to cover eight and a half that didn't hit um but the under did just by two and a half points so the final is 30 to 16 um, so again split one in yeah, one. There. Again, so, just Eric, buying
1: just buying the, the Packers a, a blowout, not a blowout win, but a, a definitely you know a good win over eight and a half points. So it was good to, good to take Philly plus eight and a half
0: just for the Packers. I'm honestly gonna bet against the Packers every single week. It's I'm um three on my bets um against the Packers uh opponents to cover. So I'm just gonna keep doing that until the Super Bowl, I guess, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. You don't stop that.
0: Nope, you just got to keep doing it. So um, next one I have is the, oh, God, Los Angeles Chargers playing New England. Um, I was so high on the Chargers, took the money line uh, and the over at 47 and a half. Um, New England put up 45 to the Chargers zero.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no special teams uh, on the Chargers side. Historically bad game there. That was a, a bad, bad beat there for the for the Chargers. I mean they, they set records and with that loss.
0: They set records not with a win, but with a loss. And they did lose um all three components, special teams, defense, and offense uh yeah. side of the ball. So still not a good showing from from the Chargers. And the over the
1: over we had I had over 47 and a half. That almost hit just from the points that New England put up.
0: All we needed was a Chargers a field, goal. field goal. That was it. That, it was terrible. I don't think they went across the 50-yard line, so that that sucked. Um, next one I had was Kansas City playing Denver. Um, I believe that was a Sunday night game. And um, I took the under at 51, stayed away from the spread, and that did hit. Kansas City did win 22-16, to 16, so – Um, thank you, Patty. Yeah, I had the under
1: as well. Didn't want to touch that line because you just didn't really know what you were going to expect, but it was a conference game and ended up playing like one. So,
0: yeah, it was hats off to Denver, I guess. Um, hats off to Denver and Drew Locke still throwing picks like there's no one's (laughs) business. Um, next one we have was oh, god, Washington and Pittsburgh. Um, I took the over at 42 and a half, uh, and also Pittsburgh at six and a half. Both obviously did not hit, and Pittsburgh is no longer undefeated, losing to the Washington. Football hey, monkeys
1: team. off the back! Now they can relax and just get back to playing some football.
0: A thousand percent, dude. And that was, uh, yeah, that Monday at f- that Monday early game. So the Monday late game was Buffalo and San Francisco. Um, I did take Buffalo money line to win outright. Which they did uh, of a final of 34-24, and also took the over at forty seven, which also hit um, by plenty. yeah both so, uh, kind of a high yeah both game. with the
1: model so pretty easy picks there, um, yeah that was a that was a good good uh, good Monday night game.
0: So those were all my picks, um, and then Tuesday happened. So Tuesday, Eric and I were texting back and forth, and. We kind of decided to take the under, and if we took the under, my logic was Dallas would keep it close. It would be an ugly game. Uh, so I had the under at 45-and-a-half, and Dallas to cover 9. So it did go from six and a half to 9, and I'm like, well, you have to take the points, right? Nope. So Dallas lost 17-34. Baltimore kind of steamrolled, and Dallas is officially back.
1: Yeah, Dallas stinks. That's all there is to it. Um, so, not good. That was a total total, total so loss, sort of, and that put me in the negative for the week, but barely. So I got some got some wounds there. to lick. But one thing I did want to mention over the week is, uh, hey, your your New York Football Giants. How about that win over Seattle?
0: Exactly, and we st- or I was gonna stay away from this game if yep. Jones. Yep, or, we uh, stayed Danny away Dimes because Daniel
1: Jones wasn't play. playing. Turns out, it did not matter.
0: No, not Colt, Colt at all. Colt McCoy, put Giants the team so back. upset Seattle. So now, uh, and we'll go through this a little bit. Do you go with the hot hand with good old Colt McCoy?
1: Well, Daniel Jones is, has uh, has um, he might play.
0: Well, right, but do you do you just rest him for a possible playoff mm-hmm. for the Giants?
1: No, you play Daniel Jones. If you
0: have the option. <laughs> to play
1: Daniel Jones. I think. I think that's the, exactly. The, the, the Giants got ran away with that one and or stole that one and uh you know but let's get back to let's get back to earth here and stick with what we know
0: exactly so those um were all of the games that did happen so again uh pretty good showing again i I didn't go as well as you or the model but um there's always week what number 14 oh my so gosh let's, uh, let's we
1: are pre- we are getting down to the time pre- here this.
0: Um, which is kind of sad to say, man. So I did want to just touch on the playoff picture. So my favorite thing, not only, you know, as it comes down to the final weeks of the season, but the playoff hunt graphic is absolutely exhilarating to see your team either high, middle, or in the hunt. So Uh, playoff playoff scenarios hurt my head. They they really do, um, but I am you know kind of excited to not only you know preview this, but how it reflects on the importance of, of these certain games here through through week fourteen and beyond. Man, so as of right now, the NFC is number one: Saints at ten and two, two Packers uh, at nine and three. Three is the Rams, who are kind of putting on a clinic as we speak four is the giants in the nfc east um five are the seahawks at eight and four six are the buccaneers at seven and five and seven is the vikings coming out of nowhere um, at six and six eight is the cards nine ten are bears and lions both at five and seven 49ers in Washington, also at five and seven. So um, again, at the bottom half of the NFC, it's really up for grabs. And that's kind of the, the most exciting, I think, thing about, um, you know, this week is what teams can squeak in to, you know, the playoff. Yeah, Absolutely. Picture.
1: We mentioned that, you know, it is week 14. We're getting down to the end. But, you know, in regards to the playoff picture, we do have a lot of football left and anything can happen.
0: Exactly. So um, NFC East is kind of up for grabs with the giants and the Washington football team, the NFC West um, with the Rams winning right now, Seattle is, you know, kind of nipping on their heels. Cardinals are still in it. And then um, the NFC South with the Buccaneers, I think, you know, kind of needing at least a couple wins just to solidify a playoff run. So um, the Packers uh, will kind of go into this as well, have a chance to clinch, I believe the Saints do as well this week, so um, really exciting for the for the NFC, but more or less for those kind of average teams to to really squeak into the the wild card playoff hunt. And then we have the AFC. All right, so this one it gets a little dicey because a lot of the AFC teams I think are better than the NFC, especially towards the the end or the bottom of the rankings. So. Just to run through, we have the Steelers at one. They do hold the tiebreaker over the Chiefs sitting at two, um, both 11 and one. So, with that as well, the Bills are at number three, Titans at number four um, with eight and four record, the Browns at number five with nine and three, Dolphins at six. Who'd have thought they would ever make the playoffs at eight and four? And then seven is the Colts again at eight and four. So, um, again, both with two wins over, you know, the NFC East, even six and seven teams. So it's, again, going to kind of really come down to a lot of these AFC, you know, kind of powerhouse teams to really control their own destiny, man. So that's going to be an exciting shakeup. Eight is the Raiders. Nine are the Ravens, both sitting at seven and five. And the Patriots at 10 at six and six. And that kind of cuts it off. So, dude, it's honestly kind of up for anyone's game to kind of shuffle around. So, again, really exciting football for this week um, and also the weeks to come.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Got a little wrapped up in this uh, Patriots-Rams game. Um, if you're a running back on the Patriots, don't even think about getting a carry inside the five-yard line if Cam Newton's on the field.
0: Exactly. And you as a defense, and the Rams are, I think they just put up a graphic of the number three defense in both run and pass, is they are – I'm just going to stack the box. Yeah.
1: Unbelievable. Hand. I mean, third, third down, third and goal from the four yard line. They go, I think they emptied. it went in shotgun formation and emptied the backfield and then did a designed Cam Newton run right up the gut. Okay. Predictable. And it got stopped. Riddle me that. And then fourth down, they're down 17 zero with like six minutes left in the half um, to go in the first half. And it's, so it's, fourth in goal on like the three and a half yard line and they go with a split back shotgun and motion one out and then they go with a shotgun option like cam newton gets the ball again like come on and Oh, dude. And and, okay so speak- fourth down like you got to score here why do you- oh my gosh unbelievable
0: yeah it's it's kind of crazy man um i don't know if you know, Bill doesn't trust Cam to throw or, or what's going on, especially after a pick six. So kind of just diving right into week 14, man, this game, um, we'll kind of go through what we had the picks that we also did have as well. So um, Eric, you want to, you want to run through what the model kind of yeah. Set so
1: out for us. Um, uh, the model has the Rams covering just a half a point uh, at a 44% and then a, a 49 um, total points. Um, so I went with the model here and took New England with the points. Uh, they were at, I think, five and a half at one point. I think that's what it opened at. But uh, I got them at four and a half, and it's not looking very good right now. Um, and then the over at 43 and a half, which was looking good about two minutes ago before uh, they got stuffed in the you know inside the five-yard line um, and turned the ball over without scoring. So that's awesome. still Still
0: are we going to go back-to-back weeks? Um, you know the the New England Patriots put up forty-five to zero. We might see the Rams put up forty-five to zero on the Patriots. At, and at least at least forty-four. Okay, so. I need at
1: least forty-four out of them.
0: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So um, I did tail with Eric. I did get New England plus five and also the over. So. Fingers crossed for maybe a, a comeback and a super high-scoring game. At the moment, yeah, I mean, so. hey,
1: New England is one of those teams with their back kind of against the wall. I mean, looking at playoffs, I mean, they, they gotta they gotta start winning some games here. Uh, what are they six and six right now? So I mean, big important game here. So yeah. I, you know, I don't I don't put it past them to come back and at least make this game close. But definitely not a good first half for them.
0: No, no, not at all, man. So all right. Let's get into our Sunday slate, shall we? Let's preview week 14. So first game that we have kind of on our graphic here is the Minnesota Vikings at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, The Bucs are favored at six and a half with a total of 52 and a half.
1: Yeah, so I have uh, Minnesota actually to... Um, cover uh, a point here. So actually, um, the model's favoring Minnesota um, at a 61. percent So pretty, pretty high there too. Um, with a total of 56 and a half points, um, Minnesota has been playing well here in the last couple of weeks. I know Tampa Bay's uh, hit or miss. You never really know if you're going to get you know good Tom Brady, bad Tom Brady, or if they're you know he's going to connect with his receivers or how good their defense is going to be. Um, it's going to be key for Tampa Bay to stop um, Delvin Cook. However, I don't think that they get it done, at least not um, as far as the spread goes. I do like Minnesota with all those points, six, and I like the, the half point. So I like Minnesota six and a half, which is with the model. And then the under 51 and a half, um, it might be a, might be a, should be a close game, I, I'm, I'm picturing. So uh, Minnesota plus six and a half, under 51 and a half, both with the model.
0: Exactly. Um, Tampa Bay is coming off a bye. Uh, and I wrote down to Minnesota is four and one in their last five. But, Eric, here are the four teams that Minnesota beat Jacksonville, Carolina, Chicago, and Detroit. Not impressive, um, but also not great. And their only loss was to Dallas, um, again, playing, I believe, at Minnesota. Yeah, which is kind of that was
1: that was the Gallagher game that was uh they they were inspired right
0: oh yeah that was the old watermelon um with the sledgehammer but then Tampa Bay is one in three in their last four um but with losses to the Rams Kansas City and New Orleans so again I don't want to say it's an impressive loss um but you know, kind of going with the model as well. I do like Minnesota. They're they're hot and heavy. They have Thielen back. Jefferson is insane, and obviously Dalvin Cook would be kind of the 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 player to watch in this game or every game, basically. Yeah. For and, you, and you like so, the, you like the yeah. under because
1: both teams are going to be really fighting for uh, that playoff spot. So it could be a
0: close close game. Exactly. So I'm going to go um, Eric with you and the model at. Uh, Minnesota plus six and a half which I really do like and also the the under to hit so hopefully a defensive low scoring Minnesota cover all right next one we have is Arizona at our New York football Giants um, so Arizona is favored by three with a total amount of points at 45 so Eric what do we got uh, with the the model telling us All here right,
1: it? so I got uh New York actually to win this game by two points um, at a 66 percent and uh, the total points being 46 and a half um, the total has gone under in five of New York Giants last six games um, when playing at home against Arizona and the Giants are five and one at the spread in their last uh, six games, um, including last week's win with Colt McCoy over the Seahawks, um, which was super impressive to me. Uh, so with the model on, um, on the, the spread here, I like the Giants money line here. Um, I think that they are going to beat Arizona. They Arizona's got to travel quite a long ways. Um, they haven't been playing very well um. So they're going to try to look, uh, try to bounce back here. But uh, New York Giants defense has been looking really, really good lately. Um, in the last couple weeks, really stepping their game up and and really, I guess, uh, you know, pleading their case about being the the top in their division. Um, so with that, uh, I also like the under. Um, I think it's going to be a, a defensive game here because New York's offense isn't that great. But I do think their defense is going to be able to shut down Kyler Murray and uh, the Cardinal offense there. So I like the the Giants money line and the under 45. So the, the money line is going to be with the New York Giants money line is going to be with the model and then uh, under 45 and a half uh, against. I can be talked out of the under, though, um, if I hear what you have to say. Okay,
0: so here is why I like both. So the Giants are four and one in their last five um, with you know a win against Seattle. and you know Kyle Murray kind of being a poor man's Russell Wilson. I think that they can get it done. Their defense has stepped up quite a bit, especially with Daniel Jones being out. If he plays, I even love this pick more. Um, So I am taking the giants at just plus three. Um, I'm not going to risk the money line here. It could again, you know, be a closer game than anticipated, but I do like the under just because of the giants defense really, you know, stuffing Seattle's high scoring offense. Um, And again, Arizona's offense hasn't been looking great. Kyler Murray, you know, was an MVP talk about for like one game Um, Hopkins. He basically hasn't showed up. So, um, if I get burned, then he's probably listening to this podcast, sorry. But I also am going to take New York plus three and the under. I think exactly um, what you're thinking, dude, with you know a low-scoring affair, um, but keeping it close and the Giants to, to squeak out a win. Love it. All right, next one we have is Miami at Kansas City. I think this game is going to be a, a really good one. Kansas city is favored by only seven. So they usually are favored by double digits, um, but it is only seven with a total at 50 and a half.
1: Um, okay. So I have the model and it's calling another close game, Kansas city to cover one point only at a 37%. So I would think that that's almost scary to see, uh, you know, Miami wouldn't be surprised if Miami comes out, um, victorious in this one. Um, but then again, I also think like okay, Kansas City keeps it close against Denver and then bounces back with an absolute blowout against Miami you know coming in- into uh, you know to Kansas City. Um, I, it's kind of tough. I don't love I don't love this spread um, but you know if you're gonna look at it, you uh, Kansas City hasn't been very good at the spread. This year, they're three and eight in their last eight games. Um, I think that's mainly because they've been favored by, like you said, double digits so many times, and they just don't win by that much. They, they've been keeping it close um, in, in those games. Um, but Miami, on the other hand, has been playing really, really well um, lately. Um, they're seven and one at the spread in their last eight games. Um, so I do like Miami uh, with the points there. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it. What is it at?
0: It is at 7. Okay,
1: so uh, earlier it was 7.5. I might have to tease that to 7.5 just to be safe. But at that point, that's like, what am I doing? Um, but uh, you know what? I think I'm going to roll with Miami here. I think – is so 2 will be starting again, correct? Mm. Correct. Yeah, man. You just don't know. I, I don't know. I might stay away from this one. I, I just – I don't know what I'm going to get out of Kansas City. I stayed away from it last week, and I was going to take Kansas City, uh, you know, to cover the double digits against Denver, and they would have uh, they would have uh, upset me. But uh, I don't know. But then I do like um, I do like the under here. I think that the under has hit quite a few times uh, in in Kansas City's last couple of games. I think that's going to be a pretty pretty tight battle. Miami's got a really good defense, and in Kansas City, just being the team that keeps it close, they kind of just play with their food there. Um, you know in each of their games in the last couple weeks. Uh, so I like the under 49 and a half, which is a, a or 50 and a half. It's up to now. I like even better. Um, that's yep. against the model. Uh, but uh yeah I
0: like I like the under. So I'm going to go with kansas city i think this is my first bet actually with kansas city as a favorite um i'm gonna go down to six and a half so my reasoning is i think that this has playoff implications all over with pittsburgh losing and kansas city needing a win to get um that one seed with another pittsburgh loss i think also you know miami will be playing pretty tough just because they're not set in stone of even winning their division, but Kansas city at home. um, I really do like it at six and a half. I also do like the under as well. I think it could be a a low scoring game with, you know, Miami coming up to travel in the, in the Midwest um, to play Kansas city. So I'm going to say, you know, Miami doesn't put up over, you know, 14 points their defense it's been a little suspect in the last couple weeks. I know that they were riding high on their special teams and defense, but that can only last for so long. So I'm going to predict here a Kansas city blowout um, that does cover six and a half.
1: Okay. I I can, I can, I can see it happening. I can definitely see it happen. And
0: that's the, that's kind of the question mark when it comes to Kansas city. Like you said, they play with their food, they play with their component or their opponent. Um, so I was going to say the the biggest component here is, you know, if their offense is just clicking and they're, and they're slinging the ball, which I do think that they, they will do with Miami's young team, uh, that it, it's going to hit. So, I'm um, I talked myself into it earlier and I, I really do like it.
1: Do you think, do you think Fitzpatrick gets in this game?
0: Um, that could be a good bet. I don't. I, I really don't. I, again, Tua could struggle, but again, benching a young rookie quarterback just when times get tough doesn't, you know, ha- help him. I don't think whatsoever,
1: okay.
0: but I mean, they're eight do and four. I, they're eight and four. I mean, they made it a long ways. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Next one that we got is Tennessee at Jacksonville. So divisional game. Um, with Tennessee favorites of seven and a half with a total at 52. So Eric, what do you think?
1: All right. So I have Tennessee covering seven and a half points. Um, so right, uh, right at that line um, that's out there right now. Um, and then uh, the total points at 52. So the model has this right with uh where the line's at um, pretty damn close. Um, I actually have 52 and a half at the current uh, points. Um, but uh, okay. yeah, you know, Jacksonville has been playing well. They're four and one at the spread in the last five games. Um, so I do like Jacksonville with the points uh, also being a conference game. Um, and uh, the total has gone under an eight of Jacksonville's last 10 games uh, while playing at home against Tennessee. Uh, So I do like the under 52 and a half. Again, you have a divisional game here. Uh, Jacksonville was able to keep it close uh, last week. You know, they kept it close against the Packers, as we know. Um, I think their defense is just good enough and Tennessee's offense is uh, suspect enough. And I think with um, their receivers being a little banged up um, that, uh, you know, I think this, this is a pretty close game i think both teams sticking with you know run really run heavy you're gonna it's gonna be a pretty quick game um with not a lot of points scored so jacksonville plus seven and a half that's barely with the model but is with the model and then uh under 52 and a half which is also with the model
0: so i am going to go here eric with jacksonville with the points So I know last episode and probably the eight other ones that we did, I hate betting with Jacksonville. But I did crunch some numbers here. In Jacksonville's last five games, they lost by three points, two points, 24, that was against Pittsburgh, so that's kind of an outlier, four points and two points. So they keep it close, right? Are they the best one in 11 team in the history of the NFL? You know, a one win team keeping it that close in, in five losses minus the Pittsburgh game because it's, it's kind like of like the Chargers were healthy. last
1: year. They, I think, they had like eight losses within a touchdown or something like that, just losing close games, but still losing and ended up being terrible.
0: <laughs> right. So I'm actually also going to go Jacksonville plus seven and a half. I really do like that, that half a point, Um, you know, instead of a touchdown loss, it could be uh, a win for us. So I'm going to go with the over on this game. Tennessee's defense isn't great. Jacksonville can still put up points. They keep it close. Their defense is not bad. Mike Glennon, their backup quarterback, which I don't know if Gardner Minshew is going to kind of be back at the helm. Um, playing, you know, obviously their their wide receivers are, are basically um, invisible right now and they just rely on tight ends and running. But I, I really do think if, you know, especially if Gardner Minshew plays, it's going to be the over um, that does hit at 52 and a half. So I, I'm, I'm very or fairly confident about 51% that the over will hit. So I'm going to tell you, Eric, at seven and a half. Um, But I'm going to go against you and hit the All right, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And Tennessee has been putting up some points as well, but also letting a bunch of points kind of be scored on them. So that's kind of my bias with that. All right, next one is Dallas at Cincinnati. Dallas is three-and-a-half-point favorites with a total at a whopping 43 points.
1: All right. So model has um, Cincinnati uh, to win with a point by or by a point and a half um, at 63 percent and the total at forty eight and a half. Um, don't tell you the truth. I don't really love this game. Um, you know, Dallas has owned the, the the Bengals here in the last five games of four and one. Um in their last five meetings, um, Cincinnati is five zero and one at the spread in the last six games. Um, so I do like Cincinnati, the the home dogs here uh, with the points. Um, I think their defense has been been I guess uh, decent um, enough probably to stop Andy Dalton um, and uh, and the the Cowboys offense here. So I like Cincinnati plus three and a half uh, with the model. Um, and then uh, I'm, also, I'm also thinking the over here, um, but I might need to be talked into that because I don't know if Cincinnati can put up points.
0: What do you think? And, and I I agree, um, but Dallas's defense is so bad that I literally in my notes wrote <laughs> LOL on this game. Like, I, I it, it's kind of the... The toilet bowl so far, and and I can't picture two teams that are are worse off or had worse luck, especially at the quarterback position. Um, but I do also like Cincinnati to cover three and a half at home, especially with Dallas getting embarrassed against the Ravens. It's a short week, short turnaround from um, that Tuesday game to you know Sunday, so tired legs, you know they can't can't jump as high. So I also. Do you think that the over may hit with both defenses not being great, so I think that they're going to allow a lot of points to score, but Cincinnati's going to gonna, gonna kind of pull off um, either a cover or an upset at home. Okay,
1: so we're going with Cincinnati with the points and the over 42-and-a-half, 43.
0: Cor- correct, yes. And also I did want to note this is a possible Andy Dalton revenge game and we all know how great he's been doing this season. But Dallas is 2-10 um, against the spread with Cincinnati being 7-5. and five Does Andy
1: Dalton still have enough so. Bengal in him to get embarrassed at his previous home stadium?
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're the Cincinnati defense, don't you want to hit him? Like, you could never hit him in practice. I just think that they jailbreak and just, again, try to just knock some some sense into his little redhead. <laughs> Love it. (laughs) But, all right, man, next one we got is Houston at Chicago. Um, I did see that some Chicago players did test positive for COVID, so just the FYI on this one. But Houston is um, one-and-a-half-point favorites with a total at 45-and-a-half. All
1: right, so model has it right at the line here, Houston covering a point and a half at 52%. So you like that. Um, and then uh 48 and a half um, total points scored. Um, the, the total has gone under in, you know, 13 of Chicago's last 17 games at home. They keep it close, really defensive game. Obviously they don't have an offense, um, you know, so just to go with the, the, uh, the over under here. I do like the under uh, at 45 and a half. Um, it was at 40, I would take it at 45, but um, I like it even better at 45 and a half. So I'm going to lock in the under there. Um, and I also think Houston it gets it done. I think that their offense is better than um, Chicago's. I think that they're going to. Um, I think that they, they will win this game, and I think that a point and a half is not too much to cover. I think that Chicago is going to have a hard time keeping up. Um, you know, but it's going to be a close game, but Houston's going to come out on top.
0: I am 100% agreeing with both picks here. I think Houston um, does cover a point and a half, um, and also the under hitting, especially Chicago at home, you know, with that stat, like you said, they they keep it close, it's outdoors. Uh, but I, again, think Houston's offense is a lot better. Uh, and Chicago's defense, they put up, or they let Detroit last week put up a bunch of points on them as well, uh, and not having an offense whatsoever. And they are 0 5 in their last five, and they might even be 0 6. So um, Chicago is kind of a dumpster fire, but I'm all, I'm all in on, on Houston at a point and a half in the under. All right, man. Next one we got is Denver at Carolina. Um, Denver is favorited at one and a half points, um, even traveling on the road, but with a total at 46 and a half.
1: All right. So Carolina, I have the model at uh, minus five um, at 56% and a total of 47 and a half. Um, Carolina has been shocking the world here without Christian McCaffrey for most of this season. They're seven and three at the spread in their last 10 games. Um, So give me Carolina with the points, possibly the money line here. Um, I I think that this line is, is too close for um, comfort. I think that it comes off of, you know, Denver keeping it close with Kansas City, Um, you know, just to note that was a conference game last week. It, you know, they play, they tend to play a little bit differently. I don't think that's the case here. I think that Denver gets a little bit embarrassed against Carolina. Um, so Carolina plus a point and a half, that's going to be with the model. And then uh, because the total has gone under in uh, four of the last six game, Carolina, six games um, playing Denver and Uh, the the under has hit in four of Denver's last five games. I like the under at 46 and a half, which is against the model. Um, But uh, that's what I'm going to take.
0: I am going to do the exact same as well. Um, The reason being, you know, obviously Denver really losing a lot of guys on defense. I I think Carolina gets it done, uh, you know, with Teddy Bridgewater. McCaffrey is still out. I know that he was, There's talks and rumblings of him playing, um, but he is still out. And I I really do think that Carolina gets it done um, at one and a half point dogs. And then also going to take the under on this one. I think this could get, you know, be an ugly, low scoring game. Um, But Carolina coming out on top. Moneyline, again, a a question mark. I kind of winced when you said that because I have that as well. Um, but I am just gonna play it safe with the, with the one and a half points all right and that is our noon slate so pretty good games um, that we that we obviously went through so starting at the three o'clock is the New York Goddamn Jets at Seattle um, Seattle right now is favored at 13 and a half points with the total of 47.
1: Yeah, so I got Seattle, all those points to uh, the Jets, man. Poor Jets. <laughs> always uh, always finding a way to lose games, but, man, do they get enough points at the spread. Um, I, the model has Seattle covering 7.5 at only 46% and the total at 49%. Man, with all those points, I I, I got to take the Jets here. The total has gone under in four of uh, the Jets' last six games on the road, and is, uh, the total has gone under in four of Seattle's last five games. So I'm going to take the under uh, without any hesitation here. Um, you know, Seattle's offense hasn't been really impressing anybody lately, um, and – and then being that under you know, taking that under, I'm also gonna take New York with all those points. Thirteen and a half. Come on, give me all that. So New York with the points, that's gonna be with the model under 47 and a half against the model. But I think that uh, they're gonna be able to keep it closer than two touchdowns here.
0: I I th- I think you're right, but I'm really on the fence of taking the Jets, you know, with firing their defensive coordinator. Um, them just, you know, really stinking up this whole entire season. Um, I'm going to stay away from the spread. I know that 13 and a half is a lot of points. Um, but, again, if the Jets score three points, I would be not surprised. And, you know, kind of Seattle to, to walk away, especially being embarrassed. But remember, really by the by Jets the are
1: not a team um, to bounce back against. <laughs> we're gonna test, we're gonna t- I'm going to test my own theory. That is
0: true. And I'm still going to take the under. I'm still going to take the under um, that is at 47 right now. I just don't see the Jets putting up nearly any points um, against Seattle. And I know that, you know, it was a low-scoring Giants win last week against Seattle. But um, I'm going to I'm gonna take the under in hopes that the Jets just don't <laughs> score. <laughs> Reminson
1: Carter is going to have three touchdowns.
0: Um, you think? I'll take two. okay okay side bet we'll text about it we'll text about it um all right next game is my game of the week um it is indianapolis at the las vegas raiders um, with the colts at three point favorites with a total of 51
1: so yeah, this is going to be a good game. I think some fireworks are to be had uh, as far as points go. Um the model has Indianapolis covering uh, a point and a half at 51% and the total at the highest of the week at 55 with a 61% confidence there. So, yeah, um, model has it going you know going to be a really really uh a lot of points scored in this game. Um, so it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, that being said, um, I love the over here. I love um, over 51 and a half. I think that that gets surpassed quite easily with these two offenses. Um, I know Indianapolis defense is pretty good and loss, but Las Vegas is, is suspect. Um, so I think that Indianapolis is going to be able to put up points, but uh Las Vegas is going to be able to keep up with them quite easily. Um, the total has gone over in four of Las Vegas's last five games at home in the black hole. There, um, so I'm going or the Death Star is the Death Star, or not the black hole.
0: <laughs> I think it's both. I think they can they they kind of go like when
1: they like, win, it's the know, Death it's Star. If they lose, it's week. the black hole, <laughs> something like that. So yeah, give me the exactly. over all day. Um, I do like Las Vegas plus three, but I like to hear your input.
0: So I'm going to actually stay away from the spread. And this is my reasoning is, A, I am going to hate watching the colors of this game. I think it's going to be like one of the most ugly uniform games to ever be like in creation. I don't know what it is about it with AFC teams um, playing each other, especially in the desert. And you get the bright, you know, Death Star black hole. I don't know. I just think... If the you know the Raiders are in black or white, and then if you have the Colts in blue or white, it's just going to be an ugly. It's going to be like watching the game, game
1: in the '70s uh, or '60s before they had color. Whenever they before they had color television. Yeah.
0: Televisions, right? And this is this is a game. I wrote a note of like you're laying on your couch, hung over as shit, watching this game. Like that's that this matchup is that. Like I'm just like it's ugly, it's boring, my head hurts. I don't know what's going on, um, but for my pick, I am going to take the over as well. I think it's going to be fireworks. Um, it could be a blowout, but I still do think that the the over does hit, and a blowout by either team. So I'm going to stay away from the spread. I know, you know that's kind of um, not the most manly thing to do, but... I am just going to ride the over and, and cheer for points, points, yep, points.
1: absolutely. I agree. I'll probably stay away from that spread as well. You talked me into it. You talked me out of it.
0: <laughs> All right. I talked you out of it. But don't be mad at me when Indy oh, wins no! Well, 21. That's the thing. Las Vegas either loses so, big or
1: wins big. So.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. Next one that um, we have is the Washington football team. Going to um, San Francisco, which is technically in Arizona now, um, with San Fran being three point favorites with a total at 40. Yeah, this was going
1: to be my game of the week. Just got like super, you know, double underdog feel to it, uh, you know, both fighting. Still, for a a playoff berth, Washington being a little closer just because they're in uh, the the NFC East, and that that's a dumpster fire, as we know. Um, And San Fran, you know, thought that they were going to get one uh, pulling over on the 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 Bills last week, but that obviously didn't happen. So they're going to be hungry, and Washington has something to prove here. So I think that this is going to be a really really fun game to watch uh, if you are a football fan. the model has
0: have... a, wash, a, a washington a, yeah, exactly
1: team fan. <laughs> exactly uh, the model has washington actually coming out on top for uh, with a point uh, in this one at 56% and the uh, the total at 47 and a half um, you know san fran though uh, is 6 or 5 and 1 straight up in the last 6 games against washington and uh, 8 and 2 in their last 10 games um, so I do like San Francisco. Um, Washington's got to go all the way across the country, across a couple time zones, uh, might be a little jet lag there, um, maybe a little hungover from their win against Pittsburgh. Um, so I do, I am going to take San Francisco minus three in this game. Um, I think that, you know, they're, they're starting to put their team back together and they they licked their wounds real good after their loss against Buffalo last week. And they get it done against Washington here. Um, I also like the over in this game. I think that uh, I think we're going to see some points here. So, and and that's a low enough um, over under to, to take with, with some confidence. So San Francisco minus three, which is against the model. um, And then over
0: 43, which is with the model. So I am going to stay away from the spread again. Uh, And here's my reasoning why. Washington is on a three-game win streak. Who would have thunk? And they obviously knocked off Pittsburgh um, at Pittsburgh. And I, I do kind of like, Eric, what you said about the hangover effect of you know beating a, an undefeated team. Uh, can they get it done against San Francisco, who is one in 1-4 in their last five, which actually kind of shocked me um, just overall this season. So I, I don't know. And I think this is a toss-up game. I don't know exactly – what you know either team will bring, and that kind of scares me with the the overall spread, um, but I am going to take the over as well. Um, I think San Francisco you know can put up points. Obviously, Washington can uh, can put up points at least twenty. Um, so you know if San Francisco wins, you know twenty seven twenty that that over So I think it would be a little bit closer, but I can see Washington also winning this game. So I'm gonna stay away from the spread. But I'm going to hit that over uh, and over 43 going with the model as well. All right, dude. Next one is New Orleans Saints um, at Philadelphia. And New Orleans is seven-point favorites with a total at kind of a shocking low amount of 43. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> I was really shocked when I, when I saw the model prediction here. Um, biggest I've seen um, that the model spit out here in at least some time, if not in the history of this model, which isn't long, but uh, long enough to, to be shocked. Um, New Orleans to cover 13 points at a whopping 66%. I mean, you just don't see that out of this model. Usually, it calls some little closer games. Usually, is under ten, but yeah, thirteen points to the 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 Saints here, and then the over under at only forty four. Um, so you got your biggest uh, margin of victory of the definitely of the week, and also one of your lowest uh, totals predicted here. Um, that being said, New Orleans is five and zero at the spread in the last five games, um, and the total has gone under in five of the last five games um, that Philly has played. So that being said, um, I, I'm going to take New Orleans minus seven. I think that's an easy cover, but I'm going against my own grain here. And usually when I pick when I pick uh, the favorite, I like the over, but I'm actually going to pick the under here, under forty three and a half. Um, which is going to be against the model, but then that New Orleans minus seven is going to be with the model.
0: So my lock of the week is going to be New Orleans to cover seven, especially with the model having it be at 13 with such a high confidence. Um, I think New Orleans defense gets it done against a rookie now starting quarterback of Jalen Hurts. Um, again, New Orleans run defense is really good. So Miles Sanders, pray for your fantasy team. He'll be on my bench this week. But um, I do really think that New Orleans gets it done by, by two scores or at least double digits. Um, and they could, you know, kind of wreak havoc on a, on a new starting rookie, rookie dude. So I'm going to go lock of the week, New Orleans at minus seven. The total, it, again, kind of scares me a little bit. Can Philly even score? I don't know, um, but I, Eric, I might go with you and just say, you know what, screw my own brain, I'll, I'll ride your coattails for this one, and also hit the under here as well. Um, I think it'll be an ugly game for Philly, uh, an ugly overall season for Philly, so I'm gonna go lock, minus seven, and the under. And next one, dude, we have Atlanta at the Los Angeles Chargers, Atlanta minus two and a half, and the total at 49 and a half.
1: All right, so I have Atlanta covering five points uh, at a confidence of only 48% and a total point at uh, 50 and a half. Um, Atlanta is 6-1 and straight up in their last seven games against the Chargers, um, and the total has gone over. In seven of the Chargers' last nine games. Um, You know, despite last week, um, you know, the Chargers didn't put up any points against the special, basically, the special teams of the Patriots and just an absolute shit show. Um, So I think that's why the model has Atlanta covering so many points. Um, So I do like the over here. I think that it's going to be another uh, points, points, points game here. Um, two, two potent offenses going at it. I think uh, Justin Herbert gets, uh, gets back on track here with his uh, historic rookie season. Um, so I like the over at 49 and a half, which is with the model. But I also think that Atlanta is the better team here, um, and I think that uh, they get the job done and they cover two and a half. That's going to be with the model.
0: I am piggybacking both picks, uh, and you kind of just used all of my reasoning for, you know, deciding that. So I'm going to go two-and-a-half Atlanta and also the over here as well. Both defenses are not great, but I do think that both high-powered offenses, like you said, with, you know, Eckler, Herbert, Allen on the Chargers and then Atlanta with, you know, their ferocious wide receivers and hopefully Todd Gurley getting – get his knee healthy from four years ago. So I'm going to go two and a half in the over piggybacking. You yeah. And, and, and the just to add a note,
1: well. you know, the chargers are one of those teams that do find ways to, to lose football games. So you do like that, you know, that, that spread isn't, uh, isn't through three points. So even if they lose by a, a field goal, you know, a close, close heartbreak game, um, you still win with that, that two and a half with Atlanta. So can can
0: both of these teams find a way to lose? Like I'm, I'm re- a tie. I, I really don't. I, know
1: I would say that, yes like, if it was in the first within the they... first four weeks of the <laughs> season. I would say both teams could find a way to, to lose. Just with Atlanta's <laughs> just dreadful start with losing in the fourth quarter. But um, but no, I think that Atlanta's been playing a little bit better than they ha- than they had been in the first couple weeks of the season. Uh, I think that they win this one pretty good.
0: I think so too. All right, man. Next one. and Final one of our three o'clock and, um, or the, the afternoon slate and Sunday is our Homer team. Green Bay going to the motor city in Detroit. Green Bay right now is eight point favorites with a total of a whopping 15-5. all right. So
1: this is going to be my game of the week. Obviously Homer pick here, um, Homer game. Um, but the game of the week because Green Bay has a chance to to clinch a playoff berth here, and possibly with the right uh, um, the right scenario, uh, can actually win the division with a win over Detroit. So, uh, going to be obviously tuned into that one um, on pins and needles, hoping that they they pull it out against uh, the Lions here, um, traveling to the Lions. So. Um, The model has Green Bay covering nine and a half points. So that eight points would be with the model if you took Green Bay to cover. Um, But I'm not going to think about it because we're rolling with their opponents plus uh, anywhere from five to ten points (laughs) like it has been in the last couple of weeks. Like I said, not going to think about it taking Detroit plus eight. Um, So locking that in, not even thinking about it. But then uh, I'm also taking the over. I think that you know both of these teams, I mean the first time they met this season in Green Bay, nice beautiful afternoon um, in Green Bay, the over hit then. I think they scored like 70 points, I believe. Um, and they you know Green Bay did end up uh, you know running away with it. But uh, I, I like the over 55 here. Both picks going to be against the model in my game of the week.
0: So, here is my predicament, right? I love Green Bay no matter what, right? I have to keep betting against them. So, I'm going to take Detroit plus eight. I hope I get skunked. Um, This is one I'm going to already chalk up as a loss, hopefully, and take Detroit plus eight. Um, Even though Green Bay's offense looks like they score points easy. Um, Again, defense still not the greatest showing. Um, and they are eight and four against the spread. So that is my logic to reverse psychology to have this win to bet Detroit underdog um, at that plus eight. <laughs> and then also with the over uh, Detroit somehow always plays green Bay tough at home. Um, you know, Galliday is questionable. Carry Johnson and Deandre Swift, both running backs are questionable. Matt Stafford is questionable I hope that they all play and they all put up points, but um, Green Bay could win in a barn burner here, Um, but I'm still going to take the Detroit Lions at plus eight because why not keep losing that, which I would be a-okay. That means Green Bay covers and hopefully wins. And then also the over at 55, even though that's, that's pretty darn high if you ask. It
1: is, but go (laughs)
0: pack. Exactly. Um, All right, man. We got Sunday night, and I think this is my second game of the week if I can have two. Um, But it is Pittsburgh coming off a brutal loss at Buffalo, who is favorited, um, even though Pittsburgh's still 11 and 1 at minus two with a total of 48. So Buffalo favorited at two. All right. So, yeah,
1: Pittsburgh back to the the underdog. the model has Pittsburgh winning this by covering half a point, uh, only at forty-eight percent, and the total points at fifty-three. Um, just with the way that Pittsburgh has been playing their last couple games, um, kind of dissecting those games, they, they their offense, they, you know, they their plays, they don't they don't throw the ball further than seven, eight yards down the field. Uh, I think Ben's arm is getting tired or something. Um, the receivers have some terrible drops. So their offense, and then they can't run the ball. So their offense has just been lackluster in their last couple games. Um, and their defense is still good. Um, but I think that Buffalo's offense has been clicking on all cylinders here, um, making their their playoff run um, and plead in their case. Uh, so I like Buffalo minus 2, which is going to be against the model, but I think that uh, you know they get it done um, hosting the Steelers here. Um, so I'm taking Buffalo and then since I'm uh, also taking that, I'm going with uh, the under 48 because that's just with the model and I have nothing else to to add to that.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. So, here is my predicament in this game. Um, Sunday night, again, Buffalo's offense has been clicking. Pittsburgh's defense lost another linebacker to injury. Um, I believe Spillane is how you pronounce it. So, another starting linebacker um, is out for Pittsburgh's brutal defense. I know they still have Watt and a bunch of playmakers with uh, Fitzpatrick and, and Joe Hayden, I believe. So, I I do like however, Pittsburgh, however, Buffalo Buffalo at home. I don't remember the last time I watched a primetime home Buffalo Bills game. Um, Josh Allen looked absolutely incredible last week. Um, him and, who would have thunk, Cole Beasley. And then they still have Stefan Diggs um, to, to kind of throw the ball. So Pitt can stop the run, but I don't think that they can really stop Um, Josh Allen running and also his arm talent. So I'm also going to go Buffalo at minus two. I think this is a must win game for them since they are only one game um, above Miami in that conference. But um, how, you know, Miami does play Kansas city. So I think, you know, if they win and Miami loses, they're sitting pretty for the playoffs. Um, if I'm taking Buffalo minus two, I'm also going to take the over just because I think that both teams can still score. Pittsburgh is you know, decimated with, with injuries on the defensive side. Buffalo's defense still isn't great, and I think they let some points slip out here. Um, but I'm going to take Buffalo at minus two and the over, so going um, kind of away from you, Eric, um, of 48. And – Next one we have is a Monday night game, which I think is going to be, again, one of the best games. Um, and I've said that four games now of this week. And it is Baltimore at Cleveland. Um, Baltimore is two and a half point favorites with a total of Yeah, And so,
1: yeah, it's going to be a tough game here. Really good uh, primetime game. going to be fun to watch. Um, The model has Cleveland covering two and a half points at 53% and the total points at only 42, which is the lowest uh, projected of the, of the week. Um, Baltimore. This is interesting. Has only lost four games to against Cleveland in their last 25. They're 21 and four against Cleveland. And just because of that, and, um, you know, just I think that Lamar Jackson has found his stride. He's starting to pass the ball a little more, a little better, um, and still got his legs. I'm going to take Baltimore minus two and a half. Um, Love it that uh, it is, is it still at two and a half? Yep, two and a half. I'm going to lock that in tonight, actually. Um, That's going to be against the model, but I think that. Just the the two teams here. I think that there's a clear um, advantage uh, with Baltimore. Um, they've also they're at, they're five and one at the spread um, in their last six games against Cleveland. Um, so easy pick for me. It is going to be against the model, but I'm going Baltimore minus two and a half. And then because just because the model has this projected so low, um, I'm going to take the under here. I think that uh, you know Baltimore. Uh, shuts down Cleveland's offense. I think last game against um, what who'd they play? Tennessee, Cleveland. Um, you know Tennessee's defense not yep. not you know the greatest ever here in the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that that game was kind of fluky, but I think Baltimore really um, really ropes them in and uh, you know wins a wins a close game. So I'm taking the under there. That's going to be under 47. That's going to be with the model.
0: All right, so I don't have a dog of the week. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And this is my dog of the week. I'm going Cleveland with the model at two and a half. I know that you put up that crazy set of you know Baltimore winning, you know, over twenty games in the last twenty five, but they haven't played the twenty twenty Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and I think that Cleveland controls this game with their running power. Baltimore's defense has looked shaky at times, um, especially during the run. I know last game versus an atrocious Dallas team, they let Zeke and even Tony Pollard kind of gash him a little bit. So I think Cleveland controls this. Um, Baker doesn't have to do it all himself, and I think he's actually realized that. Um, still with some really good weapons at receiver and tight end. So my logic is if Cleveland can pull this out um, at plus two and a half, Maybe even waiting to get plus three would be even better to buy a point for or a half a point for plus three and a half. Um, I think the under hits no matter what, especially being at Cleveland with the, with the weather gods not really knowing what they're going to shine light on. So um, I'm going dog of the week with Cleveland. Um, their defense does, you know, kind of have a bunch of studs back with Miles Garrett and, and, and so on. Um, but I'm gonna go with the under here, Eric, with you uh, as well. But I'm gonna go Cleveland as my dog of the week.
1: All right, I love it when you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I well, I'm I'm wrong often. So that's yeah, good. Really, really it's good a good
1: slate. I'm excited.
0: It it really is, and again, playoffs are hot and heavy. So um eric let's uh let's quickly review um our picks per game and then i will do it and we'll, we'll all sign right off sounds good him.
1: so just to kick us off here with new england uh not looking good at plus four and a half right now or the over uh games uh in the middle of the third quarter and uh there's only 20 points scored so don't love that um, but we don't have to go over that um so to start us off on sunday Um, I got Minnesota plus six and a half against Tampa Bay, and then uh, the under 51 and a half, both with the model. Um, Then I have the the New York football Giants to win outright, uh, so taking the money line um, against Arizona and the Cardinals. um, And then that's with the model, and then the under 45 and a half against the model. Um, Then uh, Kansas City, Miami, uh, I'm staying away from the spread there. Uh, Kansas City scares me at the spread for some reason, Um, shaking my boots here. Um, But I am going to take the under 49 and a half, which is against the model. Um, Next game, Jacksonville hosting Tennessee. Um, I'm going to take Jacksonville in a, a close game here. Jacksonville plus seven and a half with the model and uh, the under 52-and-a-half with the model in that divisional game. Uh, Next, I have Cincinnati hosting Dallas and the boys, uh, not my boys, um, Cincinnati plus three-and-a-half with the model and uh, the over 43, which is also with the model. Uh, Next up, Chicago um, hosting Houston, hosting Houston, Houston minus 1.5, that's with the model, and the under 45.5 against the model. Um, the next game with my lock of the week, if it happens, I know there's some COVID uh, issues right now, I think with Carolina mostly, but Carolina hosting Denver, I have Carolina plus a point and a half with the model and the under 46.5 against the model, both of those, I'm locking those in um seattle hosting the goddamn jets um jets i can't stay away from those points um i love the 13 and a half that's going to be with the model and then the under 47 and a half against the model um then uh las vegas raiders uh hosting the colts Um, I'm going to stay away from the spread there, Um, but then I like the over in a points, points, points battle in the Death Star, Um, over 51 and a half with the model. Uh, Then the 49ers hosting the Washington football team. Um, San Fran to win uh, minus three. That's going to be against the model. And then the over 43 with the model. Um, Then Philly hosting the Saints. Um, I like New Orleans here to win easily and cover uh, seven points with the model. But then I'm also keeping it tight—a tight game under 43 and a half against the model. Shouldn't say a tight game. Not going to be a tight game, but it is not going to be not going to be very many points scored on the Philly side. I'm guessing. Um, then the Chargers hosting the Falcons. Um, Falcons minus two and a half with the model. And then over 49 and a half with the model. Um, I'm going to lock that in soon so that it doesn't go through three points. Um, Then uh, our Green Bay Packers traveling to the Detroit Lions. Um, Not thinking about it. Detroit plus eight, locking it in. Go Pack Go. That's going to be against the model. And then the over 55 also against the model in my game of the week. Um, Then Buffalo hosting Pittsburgh. Um, I have Buffalo to cover two against the model and an under 48, which is with the model. Then to wrap up the week 14 matchups, uh, the Cleveland Browns hosting Baltimore Ravens, Ravens to cover two and a half as they've done in the past 20, 25 games again, 21 and four against the Cleveland Browns in the last 25. Yikes. Um, and then the under 47. Um, Baltimore with the the cover against the model and then the under 47 with the model. And that is gonna do it for my week 14. I have 16 um, 16 lines with the model, 9 against. So best of luck to me.
0: Best of luck to you, dude. Um, so I'm gonna keep this again short and sweet just because we do have most of the same picks. So, I have Minnesota covering six and a half uh, against Tampa Bay with that under go defense. Arizona um, versus New York Giants. I have the Giants plus three and the under for hopefully an ugly, low scoring, but Giants win. Miami at Kansas City. I have Kansas City shocking the world um, with a win. Just kidding. At six and a half with the spread, um, buying that half a point, and also the under Tennessee at Jacksonville. I'm going again, Jacksonville plus seven and a half and the over Dallas at Cincinnati. Yikes. But I'm liking Cincinnati at three and a half. Also with the over Um, Houston at Chicago, Houston minus one and a half point favorites and the under Denver at Carolina. I'm going to go dogs with Carolina covering one and a half points. Um, With a total, I didn't write this down, but I'm probably going to go away or stay away from from both, or the, the total. The New York Jets at Seattle, just going the under here, staying away from the spread. Indianapolis at the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm just going with the over. Don't really know what the spread will look like for that game. Washington at San Francisco, Arizona, I guess. Um, Again, staying away from the spread, but going over 43. Uh, New Orleans at Philly. My lock is New Orleans at least seven um, with the under as well. Eric with you at 43. Ugly game for Philly. Atlanta at the Chargers. Atlanta two and a half with the over. Points, points, points. Green Bay, go, pack go. But I'm going plus eight um, with the Lions and the over of 55. For the Sunday night game, which I think is going to be awesome, hopefully, is going to be Buffalo minus two. Pittsburgh on a losing streak um, with the over of 48. And then Monday night, another great AFC matchup with Baltimore at Cleveland. Go, dogs. Hoo, hoo. Cleveland plus two and a half with the under, run, chub, run. So, that is it dude um you know best of luck to everyone um and most of all eric best of luck to you because i'm tailing a bunch of your picks
1: <laughs> yeah let's go it's gonna be a, a great week another great week of football i should say um with a lot of playoff implications and just some hopefully some some crazy awesome. action so all right, dude.
0: yeah great matchups here um really big playoff pushes for some teams some must wins um uh, green bay but um i'm excited man football is football and we actually get a normal week of thursday sunday and monday so eric best of luck to you my friend um i'll definitely be in contact with you as we start winning our bets going with the model all right let's do it we'll talk to you soon, everyone best of luck get your christmas shopping done it is only a week or two weeks away holy shit